well, first of all, marking and, and remembering that kind of a day uh, can never be routine. Uh, we These are families' lives uh, were disrupted. and uh, But more importantly, the whole world uh, felt the reverberations of 9-11. And so the idea of coming together and standing in Israel, the steadfast ally of the United States, and standing in, in, uh, in memory together with the ambassador uh, from the United States to Israel and with our partners at JNF USA, uh, is is a is a vital message of both remembering the victims of terror and and preserving their memory, but also honoring and making sure that we're gonna uh, that this kind of act never happens again, and that we can that we have a, a united bond uh, against terror. Now we're speaking to you before the ceremony, which is going to be this evening. Tell us about what's happening at the ceremony uh, tonight. We're well. First, this is this is a unique monument, so it's worth mentioning that this is the only living memorial to 9-11 outside of the United States with all 2,997 victims are listed on the, uh, uh, there physically. Uh, so number one, uh, there's also a piece of metal from the World Trade Center was sent over to Israel uh, as a gesture uh, to keep this living memorial alive, and in it is the, is the curled up flag of the United States mixed with iron. So it, it, this is a, this is a, a special place, um, and it's important that people remember this day. Uh, so tonight, what's going to happen is the ambassador from the United States uh, to Israel, Tom Knight, is going to be uh, speaking along with representatives from JNF USA um, and uh, Kakao. Uh, we will be laying a wreath, uh, many wreaths there in memory. Mm-hmm. And this is a uh, this is the way we mark um, the the way we would the way we everybody holds the Yortzeit or the uh, the annual day of passing. It's it's important to mark. I personally had people who were. I lost that day, and uh, for me, this day is not just national or international, but also personal. It is interesting when you say that this is the only memorial to 9-11 outside of the United States. Why do you think that is? This is the unbreakable bond between between our two countries. I mean, we un- unfortunately, and you you know this, Arya, from uh, from just covering some of these stories. We Israel in 1998 merged uh, the the memorial for victims of terror into our national Memorial Day uh, because of because of the role that terror has played in our countries, the birth and the growth and uh, the development of Israel, uh, terror unfortunately has been a price that we've had to pay uh, for living as free people in our land. And and the idea that this reached the shores of America in the worst terror attack in America's history, mm. um, we stand side by side uh, in memorial because we, we, we know what, is, uh, what, what the t- price we've had to pay and uh, we stand with America on this day. Now, I've been looking at some of the reports coming out of the United States, and there's uh, there's talk about uh, youth in America. They're being told a story. But one of the things that they're having difficulty is they're asking, why did this happen? And some of the reasons that they're being given is that uh, Osama bin Laden actually mentioned U.S. support for Israel, which in a way could say Israel's to blame in a way. I know. No one believes uh, that, that the people who call America the great Satan long before their support of Israel, that, that has anything to do with it. People look to, look to pigeonhole issues, and the reality is that there are people who stand for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Those are the people who need to stand together, period. Uh, everybody else who's looking to unravel that and try to impose uh, a very totalitarian or a, a theological way of life onto people will try to misuse and, and characterize things in a negative way. But at the end of the day, people who stand for the good values know know the good values, what they, what they stand for, and they understand the importance of standing together in the face of evil. 
Now, 21 years has passed, and that's a long time. And we also remember other events, traumatic events in Israel's history, like the assassination of Yitzhak Rabin. But as time goes on, in some ways, it's more difficult to, to make that commemoration, isn't it? Look, we just had uh, September 6th was 50 years uh, since Munich. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, there's a, there is a good question that needs to be asked, and I, I, I certainly do not have the answer to this question, which is, well, with so much tragedy and so many different events, do we want our calendars to be filled with them? Exactly. My answer is, well, my answer is that we, we have to pick uh, the ones that have reverberation. Um, you know, there are personal tragedies, and then there are national tragedies, and we need to look at things from different lenses. That's the way I would oppose it, not ever mitigating or minimizing the personal tragedies that people face for being, you know, for being Jews anywhere around the world. But then there are the things that are almost striking at the heart of Israel. And, and for example, Munich, while, there, while there's a tremendous personal suffering, but that was a national suffering. And yes, it needs to be marked, because that was an attack on Israel. And, and everybody should be studying it, and kids should be learning about it in school. And I would say the same thing about 9-11. We don't need to figure out ways to make it more refreshing or interesting. What we need to do is, make, is teach it. Teach what happens when evil runs amok. Teach what happens when people who threaten to do evil and horrible things uh, aren't taken seriously. And frankly, it's a message to us right now with Iran looming in the background, right? If people say, and Osama bin Laden preached about attacking America and preached about attacking and destroying the great Satan and the little Satan, well, if people stand up and say it, we as Jews need to learn and understand that we have to listen to those people and take action and take preemptive action. We cannot afford to let those people and those words go unchecked because their intentions are to cause tremendous harm. And we see the results of that happening on 9-11. 